1: Numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander
2: on v Our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, v the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGMs. Gil Alexander is Kelly Bidlin. Still to come, Chrissy Andrews, Twitter Beef Tuesday with Steve Fezzik. Steve not here. I will represent Steve, though.
3: That will be fair. I'll represent
2: okay. Steve's side of things. Yeah. Um,
3: That's all I was going to bring up earlier.
2: What were you going to say? We
3: were like, we're going to get both sides of this. I'm no, like, no, no, Kinda no, no, no. Kind of, not really. No.
2: <laughs> Point, counter. No, never mind. No, but Steve's welcome anytime he wants. He's been on this show many times. For people who think this is an adversarial thing, I don't intend it for it to be. Let's put the truth out. Let everybody speak their minds. Because I think it's a nice little sports betting case study. Because mm-hmm. bettors get all worked up about things, and then bookmakers have their. By the way, let me just say this about Chrissy as a bookmaker coming on the show. To ninety percent of the audience, there's nothing he can say for them to be on his side, right? Nothing, because it's a bookmaker, so he's he's the enemy. So just like like establish that to begin with, he deserves credit for even coming on and doing it. But he finally just reached his end with with certain. Comments.
3: That's interesting. You think that because I a hundred
2: percent think that.
3: I think if it was anybody else, yeah, yes, but like Chris has been a part of this show for. Yeah,
2: no, that's true. That, you know, what I mean, that part is true. But you know the pter- the type of person I'm talking about. Yeah. For them, pl- there's nothing he can say, right? So, um, yes, I would like to think that our listeners are more, how can I put that, evolved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, one of these tweets is about the NIT. The NIT is in Vegas tonight. Uh, Wishnev alert. We are going to these games, so if there's not a big enough crowd, you will hear Wishnev heckling. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Uh, this Wisconsin-North Texas game... The total has dropped from 115.5 to 114. Why? Because Dr. Bob played the under. Wow. So 114, Wisconsin and North Texas. I saw some of the Wisconsin players over the Miracle Mile Shops yesterday, and I I almost wanted to ask him about uh, the total. And then I said to myself, Self, why don't you just keep going to Chipotle and not uh, pollute (laughs) the playing field? Uh, Mark Borcher joins us, ladies and gentlemen, from an undisclosed location in the desert to give us his favorite Major League Baseball bets of the year. We haven't had a chance to talk to him yet. Um, Wasn't on the Megapod with us, but we're thrilled to have him here. How you doing, Mark?
4: I'm super excited about the 2023 MLB season. I don't know if you've heard this, but uh, Weingarten and I are going to be on a show together starting tomorrow. Come on. uh, It's true. It's true. Jason's gonna be the other analyst and and it's the same MLB show on BetUS. Yes. Every day at nine. So without so it's after so it's after your show. So you, you can listen to Gil's show and then you can kind of come over and listen to ours. Um so I'm really excited about that and uh have a new host, Kyle Purviance is is his name, DFS Bachelor at DFS Bachelor. All so right. yeah, it's exciting. It's a, I'm I'm really looking forward to to working with Jason. I like I like his style of handicapping, even though maybe he handicaps a little bit differently than me. Listen, uh pretty excited about it
2: jason interacting with other humans is always must hear radio must see tv that's for sure love the kid so okay let's start with let, let me get through the divisions first because we, we want to save your awards and your season longs for for the second part of this but let's go division by division because you have some uh some bets that you've made you've had some you ha- you have some thoughts specifically and let's Let's start with, because I want to do these where we have more meat on them, but let's, let's start with specifically the AL West, and then we'll transition to the NL East. But let's start with the AL West, where obviously it's the Astros. Well, one team's not like the others. First of all, the A's are like 250 to 1. But then you have four other teams that are all really expected to have good seasons, starting with the Astros. But then the Astros are minus 175, the Mariners are plus 320, and then the Angels are plus 750, and the Rangers plus 850. What is your thought here?
4: No, Gil, my numbers are all about the Angels this year. It's really wild, actually, and I will give you what I have projected for the Angels' wins. I've got 94.8. Whoa. So they're going to go over that 96.6 times, and you know, if if you look at it, if you look at the team, you, you obviously have Trout and Otani, but really, how good was trout down the last stretch of the season. Uh, if you look at his ISO power. Uh, well, this is last 600 at bats. Uh, 300, 347 ISO power puts puts him uh, first in baseball. And so like you got him. You've got Otani at 259 ISO power. And this was this one really surprised me. Hunter Renfro last 600 plate appearances at 246 ISO power. And I was kind of floored, but the, the whole team is is, is like that. You, you know from a from a standpoint, the only guys that are under are are Walsh and Fletcher from an offensive standpoint. And then if you get into the pitcher ratings, you know Otani's at 69.6 base winner. He's ninth in baseball, tied with Sandoval. And this was surprising. Sandoval, Patrick Sandoval, 69.6. They're exactly rated exactly the same in my base winner ratings. Uh, he's number nine as well. So those components are, are going into this the season-long simulation uh, that I run, and, and uh, I was pretty amazed. That was the one that was so surprising to me, but then as I dug into the numbers, I'm not that surprised. Uh, these guys really justify, I, I think, the, the number of wins that I'm projecting, Gil.
2: Wow. You and Sporer, it should be pointed out, aligned on uh, being bullish on the Angels this year every which way. Um, okay, let's go to the NL East. Also, similarly sort of stacked division up, to, up at the top. A three-headed monster here, with apologies to the Marlins. Obviously, the Nats being the athletics of this division. You know, huge long shot. Not expected to do well at all. That's an understatement. But you have the Braves at plus 105. You have the Mets at plus 170. Lost Edwin Diaz in the World Baseball Classic. You have the Phillies at plus 425. Marlins are 20-1. to 1. What sticks out here?
4: Well, I think it's pretty interesting that I that I do like the Braves uh, over their win total. I've got them at 100.6 wins, but I've got the Mets at 98 wins. The Phillies are right where they need to be, 88.5. Uh, is there is there DK win total? I've got them at 88.7. Kind of where where the the, the, the Nationals. I've I've got them uh, a couple wins less uh, than than DK has them at, but they have them at 59.5. So. Uh, that being said, from a probability standpoint, uh, I I think the Mets are catching some value there. You know, if you run the simulation, uh, I've got them true odds at, at plus 133. Uh, DraftKings has them at plus 170. So, 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 there, so there there's some value there. Also value with playing both teams over the total of uh, the Braves and the Mets.
2: Braves and the Mets over the total. You know, because there's there's all kinds of props, and one of the ones at uh, Caesars. They had, uh, you know, will a team lose 100 games? And the yes, by the way, is monster-juiced at this point. I think the value is gone from it's like minus 600. That yes, a a club will lose 100 games this year, at least one. To win 100 games, the no is plus 225 or something like that. And the only reason I bring it up, because I'm I'm the one who's always been talking about the haves and the have-nots and the ever-growing chasm and how, you know, in, in recent years, the top teams are winning 108 and 107 games these days. Yet, when you look at the win totals markets this year, Mark, and I know you just said you had a projected team at '98 and a projected team at right at teetering at 100, but no one is lined at higher than 95 and a half, that being the Dodgers and the Astros. So I mean, by your numbers, I guess there is no value on the no, but it is a curious number given the season wins market.
4: So uh, what is the, what's the yes price on that, Gil?
2: The yes is minus two seventy eight. By the way, it should also be pointed out there. There's a market about one hundred and five and a half. The most regular season wins by any team, and the under one hundred and five and a half is minus one twenty five. Isn't that a bet?
4: Well, I think what you have to do with those, Gil, is you you really have to to to. And the way I run it, it's like. I think I did two thousand simulations. So you've got to like go into those simulations, or you you don't have to if you can write write code in Python. Python will be able to do it for you, and really kind of figure out how many times those teams are hitting those particular numbers. And I can probably I don't I, I'm not going to give you an exact percentage because I don't have that, but uh, I can certainly do that for for the next day seg- or the next show that okay. we do. Okay. All right. Let's let's. because um, yeah. I think that, I think that's a good exercise actually.
2: Yeah, because yeah. I think there's something there like. And, and again, I'm the guy who was like pointing out the, the good teams just get better and the bad teams just get worse. But I, I just wonder if this is you like under 105 and a half at minus 125 is awfully tempting. Again, if you want to keep your money in an account for uh, for six months being, or five months being the, uh, the caveat there. Any other division plays or season wins you wanted to highlight?
4: Well, for all the people who think that I don't like the Cardinals, because <laughs> I've been, I've been, Playing against them for for um, it seems like forever. But I really I like them in the division there. I've got them uh, true odds of minus four hundred, and they're at minus one twenty five at DraftKings. So I I really like them in that in that division.
2: Yeah, and let me I should also point out because I want to give you some street cred on these things, right? So we'll get to Cy Young. You had Robbie Raid a hundred to one a couple years ago, which you you mentioned in late July, and that got home. But last year at this time, like I even snickered at this, and and people listening probably did too. The Yankees were lined at ninety one or ninety one and a half, and you had them projected to win ninety eight games. You know, people laughed. You were dead on about that. So, I mean, people should be taking notes on this. Your your numbers tend to uh, tend to manifest more than they don't. Anything else?
4: But you know, you miss you miss some too, and I'm not perfect. But I, I tell you. I really like what I've done this season. I've gotten better at programming in Python, and so I can just do more faster. and And I I really I like this Angels team. I, and to to really uh, to the division, let me let me just look at the division prices real fast. Uh, you know, they their true odds for me are two plus two thirty two. They're getting plus plus seven seven fifty in that division. That's a good play.
2: That, that would qualify very strongly as a good play if you have yeah. a plus plus two thirty two so plus seven fifty on the Angels and again as I said, uh, Sporer like that too. Uh, just you know if we if we like consensus on this show, then that would be one of them. He he almost sheepishly right he loves the Angels in division he loves them season uh, win totals over as well. We'll come back on the other side. Let's do let's do player props. Let's and let's do awards MVP, Cy Young, and most home runs. You have a uh, big thought in that market as well. And any other uh, broader thoughts on the season, because I haven't asked you about rules yet either. We'll, we'll start with that. It's Mark Borchardt, BaseWinner. BaseWinner.com is where you can find all his work. Base winner on the Twitter machine. Numbers Game.
0: The Sports Betting Network. The numbers game on v the sports betting network.
3: Get
2: everything you need to bet on baseball this season with our MLB betting guide. It's available now and has futures, team previews, and best bets. Steve Mackin and his power ratings on every team, plus Adam Burke breaking down how the new MLB rules will impact betters. Whether you bet baseball every day or looking for valuable futures bets, our betting guide has it all. Sign up today and get full access to Vsin for 30 days for only $19 at v slash subscribe. Kelly, we were talking about Lamar Jackson and uh, specifically about the commanders and There is the Martin Mayhew quote just up on the screen. Martin Mayhew, the uh, Commode's general manager. And basically he's like, we're going with Sam and Jacoby and part of his comments were, I don't want to uh, be critical of anyone, so I don't want to say anything publicly. But like, he went out of his way to have those two sentences. So, (laughs) I don't want to be critical of anyone. Talking about Lamar. So, like, clearly that just communicates there's something about him they don't like. Whether that's I mean, I don't even want to speculate, but to, to even to even utter that sentence, to feel the need to say, listen, I don't want to be a, a critical of anyone out loud, but we're just going to go with these two guys, is, is your way of saying, there's something here I don't want to talk about, and that's why we're going with these two guys.
3: Yeah, I feel like the Panthers did that a little bit, too, uh, during their press conference last week of just trying to avoid even talking about it, but... Uh I don't, I don't know I mean look he, he he's a guy that has missed a lot of he missed a lot of practice time because he's sick like over the past couple years mm. and stuff i i understand that there might be issues with teams with him but he's still one of the most talented guys in the league like I think that's that's going yeah. to win out eventually i don't I don't care wh- ch- where it is you're trying to win football games
2: or not um, more baseball, Mark Borchard from an undisclosed location in the desert base winner, dot com at base winner on Twitter, uh, is where he rules the roost. And, uh, Mark, let's, uh, if, are we done with season win totals and futures?
4: That good. I think, think those are pretty, two pretty good teams, the angels and the cards,
2: angels and the cards, very bullish on both. Okay.
4: For, the, for, for the division,
2: real, yeah. real quick for the divisions We're real quick, when you get to, before we get to your, uh, your player specific ones, the rules, and I'm not even sure this is how your brain works, but I feel obligated to ask you because I've asked every other baseball person we've had on. Your The bigger bases, the shift limitations, the pitch clock, the pickoffs, and the two disengagements per plate appearance, what is your general sense? Have you put much thought into how this could change the environment and how you could possibly bet it and exploit those things early?
4: Yeah, you know, I've put a lot of thought into it, and, and I've been listening to your show. I do listen to your show. First-time uh, first, first time, uh, caller, long-time listener. <laughs> but, <you>. but, uh, <laughs> but but But, yeah, you know, and you make a good point about, um, you know, the, the relief pitchers aren't going to be able to, to walk laps around the, the mound, and, and, and that should hurt them. But what's interesting is I've done the spring training stat study and the base runs are actually less than they were last year. And so I did first four innings um, of spring training games and the base runs per game is 4.75. And I thought that the run environment would be really close to like 2019 where it was 4.97. And that, that equates to 2019, 2019 overall runs in spring training was 5.23 uh, per team per game. And this year it's only 5.09. So I think that being said, I think you got to be careful. I do think that the offense will, will increase a little bit, but there's a lot of things going on. There's, there's ball dynamics. There's humidors that were introduced last year. So I think be careful, but uh, your hypothesis makes a lot of sense. Gil.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, we'll see. It's also, it's all Prediction and speculation, right? We'll see, guys. As I said, Josh Towers thinks it'll go the other way. He thinks pitchers will be will benefit the most. So former major league oh, pitchers.
4: So far, that's what the numbers have shown in yeah. spring training. So, like you know, you you run you run the stats, you do the base runs, and the base runs are down from last year. So yeah, uh, it's it's you know you shake your head on it, but but it is what it
2: is. It certainly make is going to make baseball very interesting in April, if not beyond. That's for sure. All right, let's get to uh, MVP. Let's start there. What have you bet?
4: Well. I'm gonna go start off with the ALMP, and I mentioned how much I'd like the Angels to win. And last year I did group of five. I'm only gonna go group of two here. Uh, I like Trout. I like Otani. And if you if you group them, begin you say, well, Otani's the favorite at at plus one ninety, and Trout's either the second or third favorite at plus four fifty. But if you group them together, it's actually not a bad play. It's minus one eleven odds for. The two guys that are probably most likely to win this thing, and yeah, you have Judge in there, but I don't know. I mean, you, you look at, I, I really like the way Trout's uh, finished the season off last year. ISO power last month of the year, 422. He had 12 home runs and 123 at-bats. Our, I'm sorry, played appearances in September. That's a 10% home run rate, and he also had a 10% home run rate in June. July and August, he only played uh, 10 games in July and 12 games in August, so I think if he's healthy, he could win that home run, uh, the home run award, and he can also win the MVP. So those are those, that's the way I'm going to play the AL MVP. I think there's a
2: lot of people listening who are like, hmm, Otani and Trout at minus. You know, if you have them at minus one. By the way, there is a there is a market over at BetMGM where they have Otani or Trout versus the field, and it's priced at plus one fifteen. So you love that, I would imagine.
4: Yeah, yeah, that would that would be good. That'd be value right on that on that. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Would you prefer to play it that way, or would you prefer to play it your way?
4: I'd rather do it this way. So it's yeah. like you have a hundred. You have a hundred bucks. Uh, you put. Yeah. You put thirty-four on trout. You put I put thirty-five on trout, but sixty-five on Otani.
2: Okay. On uh, NL MVP.
4: I'm gonna go with Soto, Betts, Schwarber, and Goldschmidt. Group bet pays plus one eighty-two.
2: Soto, it's Betts, equivalent. Schwarber, yeah. and Goldschmidt.
4: So it's equivalent to getting that group for plus 182, Gil. And I, I'll, I'll give you that. So 43 on on Soto, 28 on Betts, 10 on Schwarber, and 17 on Goldschmidt. That's how you kind of break down that $100 bet.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there are players who could torpedo you for sure. Acuna, Trey Turner, Leap to Mine, right? But uh, that's a – so you, you're going – Two guys in the AL, their teammates, obviously, Trout Notani, and then a four-headed monster in the NL.
4: Yeah, so far that's what I'm going to do. Soto, do Goldschmidt, Schwarber. Yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. We, we, there's a really good article at ESPN by Todd Zola, Z-O-L-A, and he talks about the projected difference in batting average and uh, the rule changes will will give to each player uh, based on shift percentage and ground ball rate. And Soto's number one. He's, his his batting average is projected by by these <laughs> calculations to go up 40, 44 points. So that, that's he got that going on that bit Wow, so it's a great article.
2: Yeah, and it's you can and you can understand that banning the shift or a guy like Soto, it makes perfect sense. Okay, uh, Cy Young, you did not do both leagues, but you do have one play here.
4: I got actually, I do have both. leagues. Oh, you do. Though. Okay. Uh, so I'll go. I'll, I'll go quick because we're kind of up against the time. But uh, AL Cy Young, going to go to Grom, Christian Javier. And showy, uh, group bet that pays plus three thirty six. For three guys that i think that are dead on to get it i think javier his k percentage last 150 played appearances is like sixth in baseball so he definitely has it he has got the stuff this is what you want to look at with a cy young you want to look at how many strikeouts the guys are going to get and you're and you want to look at how many wins the guys are going to get so maybe degrom would go against that because he plays for texas but those are the ones that correlate kind of year to year strikeouts and wins seems easy uh but that's that's what uh those are the, the the key indicators of the last 10 years from a so, stat standpoint.
2: Javier's 18 to 1 roughly. Uh deGrom plus 550 is a short shot, but uh Shohei, 12 to 1-ish. Shop around to win the American League Cy Young. NL.
4: Spencer Strider. He's he's the man. Best best K percentage over the, his last 150 plate appearances in baseball. Uh, Justin Verlander, Aaron Nolan, and Clayton Kershaw. What's Clayton Kershaw priced up at 50 to 1 at DraftKings? What's that all about? So I got Strider, Verlander, Nola, Kershaw. Group bet plays plus 200 there.
2: Strider, the shortest shot of that bunch, plus 950. And I wonder if there might be a makeup call. Like, if it's if it's all things being equal at the end, will people, will any voters say to themselves, well, you know what? He didn't get the rookie of the year last year. Harris, his teammates, snubbed, uh, sort of, you know, edged him out. So maybe there might be some sentiment there. So Strider, Nola, who was the third? Verlander. Pardon me, and Kershaw. All right, and then finally, most home runs. This is a major league market. Who you got?
4: Oh, this this is a good one. I I think you could. I got Judge Trout, Stanton, and Tucker, and it plays plus one eighty three as a group. But I think you could just go Judge Trout. I think this is going to be a a two man race here.
2: This, Judge this Trout. Okay, so yeah. going chalky there with Judge. Uh, and Trout. Interesting. Judge Trout, who are the other but two? But you know,
4: I, I ran this simulation, I put the standard deviation, I did it the right way, and I'm like, these guys are going to win at 60% of the time based on this, one of these two guys based hey, on the simulation. It's the
2: reason yeah. we have you on because I know you do it the right way. It was Judge Trout. Who was the other one besides Tucker? Uh, Giancarlo. Giancarlo. Okay. Stan. Okay. There it is. And
4: Food for and thought. Man, Tucker. And Tucker as well. Kyle Tucker. Yeah, Kyle Tucker being the fourth. Alright,
2: Mark, we'll talk many times uh, if I don't talk to you before opening day, which is two days away, enjoy, man. It's that time of year. Thrilled to talk to you, man.
4: Cool, girl. Nice to be time.
2: Mark Borchardt, basewinner.com at basewinner on Twitter. Coming up, my mishbucha, Chrissy Andrews. Steve Fezzik, professional better, had a tweet this weekend. Chrissy uh, wants to set the record straight. We're calling it Twitter Beef Tuesday. No, we're not. We're just joking. Uh, but this should be fun. Nice little case study in sports betting. Next, numbers game, Visa, the sports betting network.
0: A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network.
2: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check them out, all of today's betting splits for every game. At vsin.com. Real quick, uh, documentary recommendation that comes to us from Will Hill.
3: Boo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's Will watch. this That was fans? mean.
2: Uh, Will recommended this documentary to uh, Felica and me months ago. And because it was football and then it was March Madness, I, I never got around to it. Yesterday was kind of a slow sports day. I watched it. It's Parcells. F- uh, let me get it right. It's. Parcells Final Ride, Deep Blue Parcells Final Ride. It's all about Bill Parcells' The Cowboy's years. It's so well done. It's fascinating, but it's difficult to find. You have to watch it online, but it's really well worth your, your hour and a half. And, and even if you don't love Bill Parcells, he's such a colorful character and is, is just so fascinating every moment.
3: Okay. I'll so good, good recommendation from Bill Will. Parcells, fascinating guy. One yeah. of the best conversations I've ever had in my life off, off record Yeah, was was a horse racing conversation with Bill Parcells at a spring training game in Florida. Wow. We just talked to him for like 10 minutes about betting horses. He about loves horses.
2: the horses. Yeah. Awesome. Loves the horses. One of the revealing things in that documentary, almost took the Kentucky job in college football before he took the Cowboys job because it's horse country. Obviously, Jerry Jones stepped in. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to Twitter Beef Tuesday. My Mishbucha <laughs> Chrissy Andrews, joins us. Uh, he runs the South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook here on the tip of the strip. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thanks. Yeah. Good to see you, as always, on a Tuesday. Tuesday
1: morning, our usual. Yeah.
2: Our usual. Now, on this particular Tuesday, you have a specific thing you wanted to talk about. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's Let's go back to when this tweet came out. I guess this was... Was it this weekend or right before this weekend? Uh, It's the NCAA tournament. This is from Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports. He says, it's the NCAA tournament. The South Point is dealing the sides minus 105, which is great. And in the parentheses, he says, unfortunately, they have barred most sharps from betting there. And then he continues, select books are dealing first half lines, second half lines with minus 115 pricing. I'd fire the book manager for gouging slash incompetence. Now, I believe the second part he was not actually referring no, to no no we're dealing minus yeah. 110 yeah. yeah he was not dealing he was not talking about and this was your response and this is in particular to that yeah. parenthetical oh, yeah. aside from fezic where he said about banning sharps you you chimed in you said fez that is totally false you in caps that that's how i know you meant it <laughs> you are banned so the, jet, the broader point about sharps being banned, you said that is totally false. You, specifically, I'll add, are banned. Would you care to tell people why or would you like me to? Oh!
1: I gave him a couple of days to say why. He didn't. See, Let's say what it's not. Okay. It's not that he's so sharp. He's won so much money that we just can't handle his action here at the South. That is not the case, and there's some guys I know. that you know Rufus texted, tweeted, I deal very fairly with him. How many guys are sharper than Rufus? Very little. Very little. Very few. Zach White didn't tweet, but he he had posted a, you know a while back. He came in, he bought one of my books. He says, "Would you sign my book?" I said, "Yeah, sure." And I, I and I'm paraphrasing here. Zach, even though you beat me out of a hundred thousand dollars, I still think you're a hell of a guy. You know. That was a pretty big whack. Well, you know, I patted him on the back and say, you know, damn you, I'll get you next time, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So I've done, and I've checked. I made sure there's one person banned. One. One. Fezzik. Let me tell you why. And a couple of people have tweeted, and they've, they've guessed why. It's no, not a big secret because I've heard this not only since that tweet, but before that as well from a lot of other people in, on my side of the counter. He would come up, he had his parlay cards. Now, he's great at betting these dead numbers. You know, check out those first couple of uh, Hilton contests that he won. Mm-hmm. Those are dead numbers. Put out the parlay card. Those are dead numbers. You're stuck with them. He'd come in, he'd, and usually it was Jimmy that dealt with him. Jimmy would tell him, this is what you could have. You know, I, and I would always say, we'll try to put them on for as much as we can handle. And, you know, we'd put him on. It was never enough. Sneak in on Graveyard, send in beards, send in, you know, God knows who. I mean, it was a constant battle. He wouldn't do it. Now, let me go back in history a little bit. When I ran the Calneva, okay, and when I left Calneva in 03, we had 28 locations throughout the state of Nevada. I happen to know, because I saw the gaming figures, at Calneva, we did more parlay card business than number two, which I think was the stations, Two, three, and four combined. That's how big our parlay card handle was. So I kind of let him get away with, I don't want to say almost anything. I mean, I still had to monitor it some, but I let him take a big whack, you know, because, you know, the amount of money that we were handling every week, it wasn't worth my time to monitor, you know, and micromanage every single player. I couldn't do it in every single number. You know, so I kind of let it go. And I, I I would guess he probably did pretty well against me. Yeah, that was just the way it goes. Then I got the golden nugget after that, you know, and I, I had, you know, it was, we had one location, you know, downtown, you know, you know, I had to monitor the hell out of that, but it was the same deal. Send in beards, come in late, you know, bet them early in the morning, that hope a shift change would come in and, you know, that kind of routine. And this is a pattern. And like I said, I've heard from some others. I'm not going to say who they are, that he's done, throughout his career it's never ever enough finally I told him that's it you can't bet here anymore that's it now do I think he's still sending in beards and doing all that stuff yeah I mean I'm not stupid you know yeah
2: well okay so let me let me step in here because I want to I want to give him a as. A but let me, before let me yeah, do one ahead. more one sure. more
1: statement then we'll go to you Please. when I finally banned him I thought my crew was going to carry me out on their shoulders to my car. They were so happy.
2: <laughs> is that Chrissy being carried to his car right there? Okay, so let me just say first of all. So I obviously you and I go way back. You're my mishpocha for God's sakes. I like Steve very much, and, and I've said on this show before. Um, Steve is a is a wonderful person. I've
1: and, dined with him. Yes. It won't, by the way he likes you very much he says. I enjoy his company yeah, yeah he's a he's, he's a, a very smart guy and,
2: um, and, and absolutely a, and you would even concede that I was going to get to that you would concede a very a very smart better oh yes with no, that is not the issue that is not the issue at no. all so um but I've said to him, and I've said this on the show, I've said to, to Steve in, in person, I've said, Steve, you're this wonderfully nice guy in person. I love hanging out with you, but let's just get beyond this specifically. But I go, on Twitter, like you feel the need to always point out when you're right and when others are wrong. I go, why do you do that? And I must tell you that... He, almost sheepishly, almost adorably, he said to me, he goes, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, yeah, like he – uh, so to your point about, you know, he he has the compulsion to do that, he even admits that he sort of can't help himself in doing that. Now, specifically to your point about why you have banned him, and, and I get it that you – what you objected to here is that the impression that he gave on Twitter is that he was lumping himself into all of, all of us sharps get banned, and you're objecting to the point no. that, one, that's not well, even true. And I have something else to say, but okay. go ahead. All right. His his position on this would be that that stuff about the beards and and circumventing and figuring other ways to bet lots of stuff, that, yes, he used to do that, right? That he used to do that many, many years ago, but that he has since disbanded that kind of practice many, many years ago. And the last time he was able to bet – the parlay cards and we'll get into it because I want to ask you specifically broader questions yeah, about I have more to say. OK, yeah, it. we got a couple segments here because I want to ask you specifically more about parlay cards in general and the app versus versus uh, bricks and mortar here. But his position is that the last time he was able to bet here, he actually wasn't taking any shots and had not been for a long time. In fact, that he you know, like we were talking about the Rabacan and Sabalenka, how we like we bet once, and then we we waited five minutes, we bet again. We weren't trying to be pigs with a tennis bet last week. In the same way with the parlay cards, he's going up with max five or ten. He's using his ID card here, so he's not by definition trying to, you know, conceal his identity. He's in fact bringing his card to the table, and he does. He did say that I think it was when you were sick. And I'm not trying to throw Jimmy under the bus, but, you know, Jimmy, you know how Jimmy is. Jimmy's sort of like, yeah, go ahead. Just take it easy, kid. Right. Like, you know, Jimmy's very broad like that. And so his position is he really wasn't taking any shots. He understands your position. And that was the last time that he did it. And he he was being really above
1: board about it. Uh, I'd have to look at the specifics of that. I don't recall that. Uh,
5: that, just just that to present both sides. I don't, I don't
1: recall that. Yeah. But, you know, I know we, we're short on time here. I've got a couple things to say more about that. But yeah. very quickly I would say this. I don't know if I'm going to have enough time. Uh, let's go on to something. Because I need I need about two minutes. Okay. Because i got two more points to make. We'll resume gonna this. But I'm going to need a little yeah, more yeah. Than, than what we have a lot. You no, know, I,
2: I think it's a good case study because people, and, and I said it before you came on, I go, just by definition, there's a lot of people out there. Just because you're the bookmaker. You know, they're already like, oh, Chrissy's wrong, right? There's going to be that segment that listens. You
1: have to understand, I work for the South Point. My job is to make money for the South Point. That's my job.
2: Let's resume this. Chrissy has more to say. I also want to ask some questions just beyond the Fezic case study about parlay cards in general and, and South Point policies. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
0: Numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network.
2: BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits, like bonus bets and Bet Insurance tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts, properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 8 hundred gamblers Gil alexander chrissy andrews who runs the uh, south point hotel casino sports book here as well my Mishbucha, author then one day then one year Adel fosmo my brother yep. more books to come more books coming. more books to come and oh by the way runs the south point uh, sports book we get tweets by the way this is from uh i just want to read a couple j and j watering hole the truth has come out on air good for you Chrissy and Gil for giving Chris the air time to respond. A grand total of one person is banned from South Point, and that's the real truth. Uh, by the way, for those just tuning in, um, you know. By the way, someone else just tweeted. They go, "Guy, what is the, what was the uh, the gossipy thing? Oh, gossipy gossipy Gary, gossipy Gary time." Tom F. Um, so this is we were we're joking. It's it's uh, Twitter Beef Tuesday, but it was Steve Fezik, um, who I like very much and is a super sharp better. Um, and I have conversations with uh, about betting and beyond. And it's, uh, you know, he had a tweet that we put up this week from this weekend or during the March Madness anyway, where he made a comment, you know, in, in a parenthetical aside. And it was saying that the sharp that the South Point bans sharp bettors. And you wanted to set the record straight because you had kind of had enough of this. And you said, I'm going to set the record. I've straight.
1: let it go for a long time. You have.
2: You wanted to say something else, and then I'll chime back in.
1: No, I've got a couple things. You know, when you do put out parlay cards, what's, it's a dead number. All you can do, me as a bookmaker, all I could do is manage the risk. It's all I could can do. Can't move numbers, can't do anything. Well, if I don't know what the risk is, how can I manage it? And if anybody, there's probably a lot of guys out there deal with Wall Street. I, I was in with some hedge fund guys for a while. That's the first thing they taught me. The first thing they look at is what's the risk? Now, if I don't know what the risk is, how can I manage it? I don't want to call Michael gone on Monday morning and say, oh, by the way, we got two million riding in parlay cards, and I had no idea about it. So I just all I could do is manage the risk. And if I have a guy sneaking in parlay cards and doing this and that, I like, you know, and you say, well, you should – the way our system is, I don't know what we have. I can see the amount bet. I don't know what it's attached to or anything like that. So all I could do is monitor the bets, kind of write them down as they come in, kind of old school. And if I don't know what the risk is, I can't
2: manage Okay, Okay. So I'm glad you said that because realistically, because I was going to chime in on that and I'll let you go and I'll let you continue. But it, that was what leapt into my mind, which is doing parlay card business, part and parcel with doing that or inherent within that is, because there's going to be a lot of people listening who who think this as well, is, I mean, isn't that part of the deal, right? That you're going to, it. it is by nature, yeah. stale numbers that people want to play. Right. So right. there's going to be some people listening who are, who are going to say, well are you saying to us you you can only play these parlay cards as long as you don't play the stale numbers? So I just no. wanted to clarify no, that point. Don't.
1: Listen, we know they're going to play the stale numbers. Do I say they could bet them un- with an unlimited amount? So, like I said, if Jeff Bezos. Before he buys the your, uh, Washington team, if he comes in and bets me a million dollars in round robin. Then I have to go to Michael. Oh, by the way, you're going to blow the whole joint on Monday night if uh, you know uh, the, the 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 Commanders win tonight. You know, no, I just have to know what the risk is. I didn't say you can't bet them. Of course, you could bet them. We know that's the nature of it. You know,
2: I'm just just being thorough, no, just trying that, to get no, everybody's
1: you, reaction. I, to this. You know, Yeah, yeah, that's the that's what they're going to play, mm-hmm. and I got to hope that they, you know. <laughs> that we split them out, you know, and, and but I have to know what the risk is. You, now, the you... other point I did want to make, yeah. we don't have a whole lot of no, time. Please go. I went to uh, one of our friends. Uh, I'll tell you off camera. Came to me and says, well, "If Fezzik wanted to get back in, how could he do it?" I says, "Let me tell you how, because I would let him back in if he does two things. Number one, say why he's banned. Now, he doesn't have to apologize. He doesn't have to grovel. Nothing like that. But just say why." It's not because he's like this ultra-sharp better that he's won so much money that we can't. No. You've done that for him today. I think I've done that. (laughs) But he just has to say, that's why I was banned. Mm -hmm. And not do it again. Come in and just play like he says he is, like he does. Yeah, he he says he's not. If he says that and does that and isn't sending in beers and isn't sneaking in on Graveyard and all that, I'd let him play again. Now my crew would probably – Carrying me back into the joint on their shoulders, being pissed <laughs> off at me for doing that. But, but, you know, I'm trying to be fair. But as it is, I can't manage the risk if I don't know what
2: it well, is. Well, to be fair, I, I did say to him, and, and I, Steve, I hope we'll appreciate that. I'm you know, I'm just being Oh, and by the way, when he know, puts
1: it out on Twitter or a podcast or whatever, he can't delete it 30 seconds later. Yeah. That's a stay up there.
2: Well, that okay, so in addition to me saying to him and us and me and Steve having this honest conversation about Steve, you're so nice. Why can't you help yourself publicly? And he says, I don't know, I can't help it, right? Which is just sort of a comical response. You know, he did mention to me at one point, he says, hey, you know, why wouldn't they want, you know, my, you know, a sharp better like me in there? I go, yeah, but that's, I said to him, I go, that's not what we're talking about. This isn't your information is so good that they can use it. This is you just taking advantage of the parlay cards. And he goes, well, and then he tried to say, so I did have that kind of pushback on him as well. Um just to let you know that I'm, you know, I'm not playing either side here. I just want I just want the truth to be out and I want everybody's position to be accurately represented. What would you say? Now, we, we did have one tweet that I wanted.
1: Yeah, And, to- you know, there's a lot of stuff we're, we're, that we may have to cover next week. OK, you know, I understand. That. OK, because you know, I know you have some points you want to bring well, just- up and they're valid, but I, I don't think we're going to have enough time to address them all.
2: Okay. I just wanted to bring up the one, which okay. you've addressed before, okay. and I just want you to, to address it. Again. This is Ed Blust, who said, I'm a big fan of Chrissy. I own two of his books, so nothing personal, just What happened cute. to the third? Okay. <laughs> this is the, I'm sorry, Ed. We can't read any more of this. You don't own all three. He says, can you ask Chrissy, what is the strategy of banning bettors from the mobile app, but allowing them to bet at the counter? Thanks.
1: Okay. Michael Gaughan is very old school. He wants to create traffic here in the casino. Now, Michael gone and, and me, uh, uh, first of all, I've known Michael since I've known Michael since 1980. I knew his dad, Jackie before that, you know, I'm a former casino owner. So Michael confides in me in some things. I, I among the things he confides in me, I know what this place makes. Yeah. So you may disagree with some things with Michael and, and I do, uh, but you can't argue with the re- the, the results of, of the bottom line of this place. And he's told me what he's been offered for this place. Some astronomical numbers. Now, he doesn't want to sell because, like, he yeah, I think it was even in the papers. Saying, what am I going to do every day if I sell? You know, so he's, you know, Frank is a long-time partner. Yeah. Frank, where are and you going to go every day if I sell the joint? By the way, that,
2: that is a very valid point. It is.
1: Yeah. yeah, and, you know, just very briefly, I had two, two guys come in last week, two old casino guys. 80-year-old guy, a 74-year-old guy came in to have lunch with me. So it was noon on a Thursday. They're walking through this. I can't believe how much business this place has. And that's all Michael gone. So there's some things I disagree with Michael on. And by the way, in, in one of those books, Ed, that you bought, then one year, there's a passage in there in a day when Michael came down on the phone accounts and, and our discussion as to that. And I was very honest with it. Michael obviously knows it's in writing. The book's dedicated to Michael. That's right. So it's right there. It is in and then it, one year, right? It, it, it is in then one year. Yeah. So it's there. I didn't hide anything. I was very honest. I showed Michael. Yeah, he said, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, okay. He didn't have any problem with it. You know. So it's out there. I don't want to keep repeating it. I also wouldn't mind selling a few more books if anybody wants to <laughs> go by then one year. <laughs> the this was all one
2: big ploy to get <laughs> this you This is one more big books. ploy, exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, but go there, and it was before the pandemic. I can't remember the exact date, but it was somewhere before the t- – and, and it's a journal, so we go day by day. Yeah. You know, so it's in there uh, before the pandemic. You could read uh, what, you know, Michael uh, took Jimmy and I aside, and, uh, you know, we kind of, uh, you know, had a discussion about the phone accounts and you know, why he wants to do that. But, you know, like I said, you, you may disagree, and there's some things I disagree. Listen, you have people in your, family, in your life that you love and disagree with. You and I disagree yeah. on some things, yeah. you know. But that's just the way it goes. And Michael and I, you know, don't always see the eye, on eye, eye to eye on things. But uh, you can go in there and read that and, and, see, and see why. But that, listen, he's the boss. I got to do what the boss says.
2: We, uh, we all appreciate you you spending the time. So there is a way for Steve back in if he wants.
1: I, I, I don't know if that friend of ours. Yeah. And I'll tell you who it is off camera. Yeah. I don't know if he ever reached out to him or not. But those are the deals. Okay. Like I said, you got to say why. Can't delete it. Leave it up there and don't do it again. And Steve is welcome on this show whenever I've never he inter- wants. You, he, you you've had him on your show many times, many many times. Yeah. He's Very smart. He's very entertaining. I've never interfered. He, and, I've never said a word. Yeah. You want to have him on? Have him on. He's on
2: with Patrick and the every Monday. That's yeah. Patrick's guy. Also, they have a long-standing relationship. Yeah, no, so. he's very good on yeah. V for sure. Yeah. Oh, he's people can learn as much from Steve Fezzik as
1: they can from anyone. He's a smart, smart guy. I don't deny that one bit. Chrissy, thank you as always. Sure.
2: At Andrews Sports for all the books. If you want to buy, if you want to buy the books as well. <laughs> yeah, whatever the third Andrews <laughs> Andrew Sports, uh, Amazon, and you can get the link over on his Twitter. We've done all we can do. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. The Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.